0: They'll spend time speaking about different goddesses from all over the world, paying attention to the ancient reverence of long-ago cultures and infusing it with a modern perspective. Elvira, Phoenix, take it away.
1: We're going to take it away now. Taking it away. Yeah. Well, considering that I now feel we are actually in slash fall, the season of going towards winter, since we've had a lot of rain—not tremendous amounts—but it's cold. It's Here's wet. Reaction. <laughs> That's because of setting the clocks back. Well, I, I hate
2: it. I hate it so much. I can never complain enough about how much I hate setting the clocks
1: back. I hate it. Well. I agree. I hate coming home. Well, I should say I dislike intensely coming home in the dark. Yeah. Dumb, man. Yeah. Yeah, and they keep saying they're putting it on the ballot in
2: California to to not do daylight savings time anymore. But here's the deal. I want it to always be daylight savings. Well, yeah, I understand. I want it that. to always be the ahead. Yeah.
1: Because technically now we're we've returned to normal, quote, unquote, normal time. Which is what Hawaii does and I think Arizona. Yeah. At least I'd like to stay in the other time. Well, (laughs) okay, girl. I mean, you know, I understand. Why can't I just have my way? Uh. Well, we're working on Remember Naughty and Nice Christmas. (laughs) Here's my reaction to that. (laughs) (laughs) Do we gather there's a a trend here for tonight? I'm a little saucy today. That's okay. No, it should be. We should be getting in that direction. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so it's been a hoot or not. It's been a weird week. It has been a weird week. So obviously I'm going to let you go. It's always much more fun to have you start off. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. I feel like I'm saying that every week now. It's been a weird week
2: this week, but it has. And I, I don't want to talk, um, I don't want to talk about this topic, Right At all. But I will say Elvira and I are both connected to AIR, the Association for Independent Readers and Root Workers, and there's been some major changes. People have left the organization, um, people that I consider dear and beloved friends. Mm -hmm. And so it feels a little bit like there's been some energy change there, and that's all I'm going to say about that, but it makes me sad. Yes, it does, yeah. I agree. And, uh and I hate the time change. Did I mention that yet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't actually but now
2: that you do uh, thank you for sharing So yeah, that screws me up for a while. Like yeah. until March when we fix it. I don't feel weird. Um that's I love winter solstice so much because we start earning daylight back. I know winter solstice. So I can't I like counting down for the winter solstice. Um and there was no school today for my daughter, so uh-huh. After three weeks on what she's been calling fire vacation yeah because she didn't have school for three weeks right the fires she had another day off today and then in a, you know in a week she'll have a week off for Thanksgiving and right so it's a weird day it, it felt like thir- yesterday felt like Friday I had an appointment this morning with one of my vendors for milk and honey and it, it got canceled because she's ill a lot of people locally have bronchitis and coughs and got yeah. ill.
1: Because of the aftermath of the fires. It's a lot, the yeah, air, yeah. everything, and, and the emotional strain yeah, that rests. People who were just
2: living in this kind of panic for so long, mm-hmm. now that that's subsided, people's immune systems are shot, you know. Yeah. But So I I had some leisure time today, and I had a long lunch date with a friend and hung out and got to chat and just, Me and I was like, what? What day is it? What is going on? It just—it feels very weird. Yeah, I mean, lovely,
1: but weird. But weird. Yeah, yeah. How about you? How are you, Elvira? Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, it's kind of interesting. It's like I've done battle with United Airlines over a um, damaged piece of luggage when I last flu. And of course, they have very interesting rules. And since I've never really had a piece of luggage damaged in all the 50 years I've flown and traveled, it was rather perturbing because of how this all kind of came on. But I was given a voucher. And technically, if I look at it, it was about $10 more than the cost of my repairing what happened, which is nice. But I had to deal with that kind of stressful experience. Um, bureaucracy yeah, the bureaucracy is always to deal with. Yes. And then yesterday, I actually... Got my big girl panties on and dealt with Equifax. Oh, I've been avoiding that. Yeah, I know. And because of the breach, well, something came across my email. It turns out it's part of a, a scam, spam, which is good because I didn't do anything. I just called Equifax mm-hmm. and said, hey. Yeah. But to do that, I literally had to go through five yeah. different phone numbers. Right to get to the one that you can talk about a dispute that then they will look at and see if blah, 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 blah. So uh, it was uh, uh, yuck. very upsetting and frustrating, but when I got through, it was like, I won, but at the cost of, you know, some frustration. Other than that, you know, clients and, and working has been good, Um Getting ready now for my trip back east, getting ready for the holidays, trying yep. to drag my daughter's kids into getting their Christmas list so I can get all of that. That through. them Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, okay, I have to because they're going to have to get sent to you, so let's get everything done. Um, but the interesting thing is, is that two doors down from me is uh, a mobile home that has been – is being turned over because the occupant passed away, and the people are doing what they were, and you know then they're going to sell it well, the gentleman who actually has the house now is a woodworker, and he's this elderly man, and I went over to him because I have this very, very big, beautiful hand carved sign that was for my store Firewind, and it has brass you know the flames the the, the words look like flames and yeah. they put brass over that you yeah. know or copper i'm sorry and then these huge tornadoes that are mm. attached well they've broken off because the moves and i mean we're talking 30 years ago when yes. this was made so i go over and i ask him you know, do you do this kind of thing? Would you be able to do it? He says, well, let me take a look. So we get in and we look at it. He says, no problem. And he took it. And he's, you know, I'm going to attach this and I'm gluing that. And he tells me that the next time he sees me because he's here on a regular basis. And he says, and I'm going to polish up the, the copper and then I'm going to seal it all. I'm going, great, now you can tell me how much I'm going to, you know, you, you know, give me a ballpark of what it okay. is. And he hasn't said anything think it's going to be a good deal but the whole purpose (laughs) is is that i'm going to now take this go to ups because i know that they do this pack it and have it shipped to my daughter that's her christmas present oh cool because that's her history that is where she was raised from an infant till five years old so i kind of thought of this only after we had the fires and i had to go in and look for something and i'm seeing this and i'm thinking of all the things that are history yeah this is something she will appreciate, and I know it will mean something because she made me go look at all the places right. the other week. Right. So I thought, well, this will be part of her Christmas gift. That's sweet. So, yeah, that's my big experience of like, wow. Nice. But um, other than that, you know, kind of just trying to stay focused and, I've been not feeling all that terrific because, like you said, mm-hmm. um, you know my my sinuses are kind of weirded out, and yeah. I noticed that, and I'm feeling like, Ick, "I'm not getting a cold," but yeah, and it's you know I know what it is; it's the, the just what we're talking about. So, yep, yeah, so that's it. You know, my big experience is I actually put out my Thanksgiving stuff, which of course saw one kind of came and went with three objects yeah. going out and that was it yeah it wasn't a normal october in this this neck of the woods no yeah no but yeah. um but i have noticed that you know even talking to people even experiencing it is people are are there's still a lot of edge but people are coming out of it more yeah you absolutely know. so yeah. Mm. but um so yeah, that that, and of course we're all gearing up now for you know because the Mystic Fair right. was canceled in October right. Right. because of the location being a rat evacuee center. Yes. Um, they're doing it April 14th and 15th, and so you know there's that that's sort of you know putting itself out there, and some other interesting things that have been presented to both Phoenix and I. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how things go. Yeah. And on that note, we're on Ask a Witch. Yay, our yeah. Ask a Witch segment. No kidding. We need, like,
2: some theme music for this. We'll have to get Alan on that. Yes. Make Bring him back in. For our Ask a Witch segment. Weird little noises. Yeah. Yes, well.
1: So, we have several questions, which obviously or you know, thoughts, concerns, et cetera. Yeah. So, and if this is your time tuning in
2: every while... <laughs> We do a show called Ask a Witch, and we ask for your input. So we ask folks to write in their questions, their thoughts, if you'd like to get a reading on a topic, um, or if there's just something you want to hear us bullshit about. We're good at that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll bat some things around and tell you how we feel, because, you know, that's what we like to do. Of course. And so we had a lot of questions. We won't be able to get to everything that came in, uh-huh. um, and... W- We've been asking for things for a little while now. So some of the readings that people asked for, the time has expired on some of those questions. So right. sorry we didn't get to your question. Try again. You know. <laughs> and if you don't hear one of your questions tonight, if we don't address it, then try again. Write in again because we did have to narrow
1: it down to just right. a few things because we can't talk. Well, we could talk tonight, but we're not going to. We could. We just get so, you know, wound up that we suddenly realize that our time is out. Yeah. <laughs> and people go, how come it just dropped off the air? <laughs> well, we were still talking; you just couldn't hear us. That's it. That's it. So, okay. So, um, do you want to address the first one? Sure. I mean, we can both address it. We can just yeah throw it out. Well, and so we
2: bleh. let me start that sentence over. Elvira and I decided because. When you write in your question, we ask for some information, some personal information about you, and we've decided to not give that personal information out on the radio. So don't worry, we're not going to say anyone's full names or email addresses or anything. Right. We're just going to use first names, and we'll go with that. Right? I think that's excellent. So there you go. So don't worry about not wanting someone to hear your business. That's it. So the first question comes from Nicole, and she asks what words to use for a rent spell. Hmm lovely
1: question yes it is i like it Yeah. so as far as rent is concerned i i we have to delve a little bit here yeah, yeah. um it's to me the question sort of implies that you're looking to rent a place right that's what i assumed too yes yeah, so there is you know things about renting out space there's you know different and it feels more like it's a, a a home situation to live, as opposed to work or business or otherwise. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the assumption I also make. Okay, good. So now we've, we 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 narrow down the the concept here, and um, it well, let's see who would we ask as a deity. Well, that's what I was just trying to.
2: I know there's a saint who specifically you call on for rentals. Mm. And I can't remember who it is. It's a female saint.
1: Um, Our Lady of Loretto.
2: Okay, there we go. Loretto, Loretta. There you go. So there is there is a saint you could call upon. Mm-hmm. And, and here's there's actually like a deeper feeling and thought for me around this question is what words to use. Okay, so in a lot of books about witchcraft and Wicca and paganism, there's all these spells and rituals where the words rhyme. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have to. No. To me, this is personal here, what is important in a spell is for it to come from your heart and, and contain the energy and passion of your heart. Mm-hmm. So what words would you use for a rent spell, you know? Right. Um, what, is, what kind of rental do you want? Because if you just put the words out there, you know, call on St.
1: Our was, Lady of Loreto Our
2: Lady of Loretto, bring me the home of my dreams. I call upon you, for this sanctuary, grant me this wish if you please, whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. But you need to be more specific. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's not just what words to use or what words to say, because, again, what words to use for a rent spell, what I hear is, what do I say? Exactly. Right? And to me, for a rent spell – Um, if you're looking for a rental, then you need to write out what is it you're, you need to write something. What is Mm -hmm. it you're looking for? Mm -hmm. What is the right place? How big is it? How many bedrooms is it? How, where, what town is it in? What is the rent range? Mm -hmm. Is it pet friendly? Mm -hmm. Is it an apartment or a house or whatever? Like narrow your focus down and then really focus on that. Right. You know what I mean? If this is what words to use for a rent spell, like, fuck, I need to pay my rent and I got no money. Then we're talking about a money spell. Right. Right. And if right. it's like, I need rent, I need my rent as due today, I don't know why saints are so on my mind today. It's not like I do a lot of work with the saints, but Saint Expedite yeah. is who I would suggest.
1: It. Right. Someone right. who can get some shit done fast. Right. And yeah. I think it's because, well, and I'm going to say this, we'll see how this flies on future date. Um, when you're dealing with saints, you're dealing with think, people to petition, literally, you're petitioning, you're asking. Yeah. Um, most people, I think, feel a little bit like, well, if I ask an archangel, that they're for big stuff, they're for the important stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, I mean, this may be important to me, but is it world shattering, you know, or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, in terms of that, and then deity-wise, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, we don't necessarily, necessarily have deities that are for rent, yeah. you know, that have locations like this is, you know, Athena, we will use her for the, you know, rental space. Right, aspect. right. So I think it's it's not that these can't be used. I think it's what one is the most efficient. Yeah, yeah. And if it's, it, you know, if working with saints
2: isn't your jam, if you want right. a deity, and if we are talking about finding a home, mm-hmm. then I would call Hestia Yes, right, the Greek goddess of of the heart to help help you find your perfect home. Uh But regardless, if it's Hestia, if it's St. Lady of Loretto, thank you, God, what is wrong with me? Whoever it is, if you call upon an entity to help you and you get your thing you need to give them your gratitude whether and and with saints they have specific things that they want. Mm-hmm. With gods that is true too, but I think you have a little bit more flexibility right. with the gods. Yep. But know what that entity wants yep. and give them an offering and show your gratefulness and your gratitude because mm-hmm. then they're gonna help you again. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the, I love Saint Expedite, but we're not super buddies. He doesn't often come through for me. Because I don't like to go to Catholic churches and leave random shit on the door. So I don't tend to work with St. X. but I, right. I know he gets things done fast. Right. So, you know, it's kind of your mileage may vary. What feels right for you? Mm-hmm. Really trust your instincts here, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nicole, I'm talking to you.
1: And I usually call it a shopping list,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it, because if you think about what it is I need, what yeah. is it I need, then what is it I want? Yes. You know because there's, that's a good distinction there's a distinction as you, and you know because if you need a place that has shelter and a bathroom and a kitchen and you know is right near a place where you can get on the bus or you can get it, those are your needs. What I want is I want trees and I want it in the country and I want you know da 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 right it's there are distinctions you can get put in both, but you have to know that what you put first is your need right and then the second part is the is the extras that you really want. Yeah. And then you go, you know, I always tell people say this or something better because yeah. it allows yeah. the deity the saint to work on your behalf over and above what you think. Yeah. in your in your conscious mind and allows the bigger picture to take on and come forward and then you'll go, "Oh my god, I never thought about asking for an electric range." Right. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. So, I so think, yeah. Yeah. It's
2: I think it's depending on what kind of rent we're talking about. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> but I think it's important to speak from the heart. Mhm. Period. No matter what the magical working is, mhm, to call from the heart um and to do some research, you know. To see who is the right entity to call on with this? Yeah, just like you
1: yeah. said, if it's like immediacy, Saint say expedite yeah. um if it's... Which yeah. is expedite for us non-Italian people. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, but yeah. I mean, come on, I'm trying to get a little bit fancy here. Yeah, Hell well, um, <laughs> no, you're not. You're just being nudgy, <laughs> which is okay. Um, but no, I think that uh, just like, phoenix said you need to know what when you ask what would they like like do they like you know bittersweet chocolate do they like milk chocolate do they like bonbons you know i mean i'm being facetious in that but you know when somebody does something for you in the real world and you know that it's a big thing and you know they love nasturtium plants you're going to find that you want to give them something like that that you know meaning that you thought about what you were getting for them Because that's always nice. Be grateful. Yep. Yes. So I think we nailed that one. Boom. How do you like that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we're getting you see, we're a little boisterous tonight. A little bit. Yeah, I know. Well, it's it's because we got extra time that we've had. We've gotten floaty time. No. No, it sucks. Well, I'm going to give I'm going to give you something to really laugh about. Now, last week for some reason, yes, I thought Saturday night, not this last week, but the week before. It was going to be put your clocks ahead. So, I went around and I do have some battery battery operated clocks and I put them all ahead 1 hour. And yeah. I kept looking at why my 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 cuz it was like midnight and it was like why didn't my cell phone change? Why didn't it change? So I went in and I was trying to find a way to make it change. So I thought, well, i got to go to bed. So the next morning, obviously, I am an hour ahead thinking I am now in, you know, standard time. And a friend of mine and I decided we were going to go to a brunch. And so <laughs> I thought it was um, – Oh, we lose an hour, right? We yeah. lose an hour. So we put it we put it back, and it was t- what I thought was 10.30, and we were going to meet at 11.30. And she says, well, I'll be right down. And I go, well, it's 10.30? She says, no, it's 11.30. I said, no, it's 10.30 because we put our clocks back. She says, oh, we did? And I go, well, yeah. So we got. she waited a, a half hour and came and picked me up, and we went, and then I spent the rest of the day doing something. I went to a friend's house, and they, they looked at me, and they go, no, it's not t- – I was off literally the full entire week until we hit. Oh, no. Meaning I put everything <laughs> back right, but my whole being, my whole energy okay. field was still set back one hour, and I was totally lost until uh-huh. we got to this last weekend where I did put everything Filing up. and finally caught up. Yeah. It was so awkward. I can't tell you. So as far as I'm concerned, they need to stay with one. I don't give a shit which way. Yeah. I, you know. Well, I do care which way. I know you do care. Okay.
2: All right. Oh,
1: and this next session has
2: two names in it, so I don't think we should see it, say either of these names. Okay. I mean, we. Well, I'm, it's important to me to keep anonymity here. So, I, so we have a question from Katie. Yes. And she wants to know if this specific person likes her. Yes. So that I think we'll phrase it we'll that we'll phrase way. it that way. Yeah. So I'm okay. I'm assuming she wants us to pull some cards on her question. Well I think that's a And point. Elvira and I know the name of the specific person, so that gives us a little extra juice to go on
1: yeah. for a
2: reading. Right. Sorry, listener, you don't get to know who the person's name is. Just make one up for yourself. There you go. There you go.
1: Okay, so let us play Okay. All right. So, where are you at the great and wonderful time frame? I would say, at this point, looking at what I pulled, that the the individual that they're asking about mm-hmm. has their they're having to make a decision about this the situation. So, to say, does he like me? I think. I think that there is probably more going than say just does he like me? It's he's struggling with um, caring some, caring about about Katie in a manner that is more than a friend. Mm. So I think that there is there is I mean I have the Justice card, so there is a sense of. Bringing balance into whatever the relationship they have, I think he feels off balance at this point. Hmm. You pull? Did you pull one card? No, I pulled three. No.
2: Okay. Um. So I have three cards too. I think so. I have the three of wands, the hermit, and then the ace of pentacles. So yes, I think that this person likes you, but I also think this person may not be in a relationship right uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. Um. And it's going to be a while, mm-hmm. right? That the Three of Wands I always take as a sign of of the situation taking longer than you want it to, right, right, right. And the Hermit, definitely, he, kind of he's kind of introspective and mm-hmm. focused on his own shit right now, and not yes. necessarily looking to make anything. You know, if if so, what's challenging is we have one sentence about the situation. Right? Mm-hmm. Does he like me? Well, yeah, he likes you mine. right, right. But I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. that there is, the question really is, are we going to be in a relationship? Is this going somewhere? Is mm-hmm. something going mm-hmm. to right? I'm just making this up. I can't know this for sure. Right. But that's my assumption. Right. So if you're waiting for this person because you want to be in a relationship with them, how long are you willing to wait? Because it's going to take a while. The Ace of Pentacles in the third position for me tells me there is a chance. Right, because there is an attraction, there is something mm-hmm. that could be built upon, mm-hmm. but he's by no stretch of the imagination ready.
1: No, and, you know, with the Knight of Wands, it's almost like he's out doing his own thing, and it's not quite, he's not quite relationship material yet. Right. So um, that kind of tells me, you know, your desire for this to be more yeah, isn't going to make it happen quicker.
2: Right. It's
1: just. Hang
2: in there. Yep. And, you know, this is what I say to my clients. How long are you willing to wait? Mm -hmm. If you're willing to wait as long as it takes, then you have to be ready for it to take as long as it takes. Mm
1: -hmm. If
2: you're not willing to wait, if you've got, you know, because sometimes I'll have a client who's like, well, I'm 35 and I want babies. Mm -hmm. Well, then you have a timeline. Exactly. So if, you know, if your situation here is that you're ready to get married and have babies and do all of those types of things, then maybe this isn't the person to wait for Right So only only you can decide that Dear Katie Right And so. I hope that isn't a terrible answer for you But
1: that's what I got Really Well it is kind of a I mean in answer to Obviously both of us picked out Yes he does like you The difference is, is that He's not showing the energy Of the love commitment Relationship process Right so right, right,
2: and you know, my I don't know why I feel this, but I have a feeling that Katie is is younger. I don't mm-hmm. think this is someone who's forty and wants desperately to have children. Right. I think this is someone that's younger. So my personal opinion here is go have fun. hmm Go and taste other flowers. Right. Don't hold out for someone who's not. If someone is not as devoted to you as you are to them, then they don't deserve your time and attention. That's
1: well said. But that's just me. just me in the soapbox. We had to give her some area for a soapbox tonight. Oh, yeah, you got it. It's always going to come out. You never know. You just have to watch for it. You just have to wait and see.
2: So, all right. Well, we're... Katie? I'm rooting for you. So... (laughs) What time is it? It's time for our genie. We need to take a break. We need to take a break. All right. All right.
0: You're listening to The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Stay tuned as more magic is coming your way right after these messages. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hooter Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays 5 to 6. Fit and Foxy with Madame Nadia and Jaya Dania, Wednesdays 6 to 7. The Now You Know Show with Mr. Charles Porterfield, Thursdays 6 to 7.30. And the Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix LaFay, Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific. Add three hours for Eastern. Sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. And online at luckymojo.com.
1: Well, we're so back so quickly. <sighs> you can tell we've had our drink of water. We are not glugging it on the radio. Yeah. We're hydrated. Yeah. Well, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so we have yet more questions. More questions. Pondering them. Yes. Yes. This next question is my jam. Hi right, honey, I'll let you be jam.
2: So this, their first name is S because they just put in an initial. Yes. So S, how do you find your patron slash patroness? My jam, but I couldn't say the word. Patroness. Uh, there you go. Um Working with deity is my favorite thing, so um, you don't have to have one, first of all, you know. I remember when I was a new baby witch, and I was reading all the books, and there was, like, my patroness is blah, blah, or my patroness is this goddess, and I was like, oh, who's my patroness? And I would read the list, because a lot of, like, Wicca 101 books, you know, have, like, a, a glossary of... 30 different gods and goddesses. Hmm. It's so ridiculous because there's thousands of them, but whatever. <laughs> so I would read, like, oh, I think it's fast or whatever. And so, you know, I picked my goddess from the phone book of goddesses, you know. <laughs> and that's definitely one way to do it. Actually, yeah. there's a book by Patricia Moynihan, mm-hmm. it's an encyclopedia of god- goddesses, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty big, it's worldwide, it's right. not just, you know, the Greeks and the Romans. It's, Mm -hmm. It's a much bigger picture. So, you know, read resources like that. That's a nice place to start. Right. Or what are your spiritual proclivities? Mm -hmm. Do you like making potions and doing stuff like that? Do you like being in nature are you a little bit more wild? Are you more serious? Like, what are what's your energetic? Mm-hmm. And do you want to work with a deity that is in alignment with that or that's opposite of that to kind of push you into mm-hmm. areas that maybe aren't your comfort zone, right? These right. Things. Then there's the um, other side of it when the God finds you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you find a goddess or a god, and you're like, oh, I love the energy of this spirit. I want to work with this entity. I want to develop relationship. And sometimes a god shows up in your dreams and starts poking you and randomly shows up and doesn't go away, and you don't have a choice. Well, I mean, you always have a choice, but you you are, um, you are have drawn their attention. Right. Right? So there's lots of ways to pick one, but sometimes one will pick you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think it's they're they're just like any other relationship, at least from a witchcraft perspective. Mm-hmm. If we're looking at specific traditions, if you're following an Afro-Caribbean tradition, or if you get initiated into a specific type of witchcraft, you are expected to work with specific deities, mm-hmm. and in many African. Afro-Caribbean traditions, you, divination is done to tell you who your specific deities are, uh-huh. right? So that's also a route to go. Go have right. someone do a reading for you and tell you who you should be working with, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Um, there, I could keep going. Elvira, yes.
1: what What are your thoughts on this question before I talk for the next 45 minutes? Oh, wow. Gee, gosh, golly. Um, you know, it kind of comes down to one you can read, and I think that's the most—that's the first thing most of us have done. Yeah, is we start reading, and then we get this this pull. Now, yeah. a lot of it is intellectual. Like, I really love, you know, the flowers and the roses and and the smell and Aphrodite, and you know, and then we get into that, and yeah. that's great, but there usually comes a time where we start getting our own energy pull. So we can start with one, and it's never, you know, that's never a wrong way in in that sense. But then I've gone with when they tap me on the shoulder. Usually it's there are strong pushes, and those are the ones that I fight the most. Yeah. Because yeah. I know they're uh-huh. going to be the ones that are going to open the parts of me that, you know, were maybe not the most comfortable or, you know, I have to really kind of dig into some stuff. Yeah. And then they become friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Some of them are, are like super cool friends and other ones are, you know, they're they're there and they kind of, off and i let them come to me and then when i'm looking for something like if i have to get something done like we're just talking about one of the people um that had had a question if it was like um our lady of loretto um then i will go ahead and i will work with her and find that that energy may you know kind of be okay that's what i need right now right um and it's it's just like friends and family. You know, you, sometimes yeah. you see your family all the time, sometimes you hardly see a lot of them, and then there's your friends that you hang with all the time. Um, yep. So it's a it's multiple. It's a multiple level. So I, I would say the first thing you do is you start by doing your reading and seeing what, what draws you. Mm-hmm. And then it will feel mm-hmm. what it feels like in your body. I'm a real big thing about where does it feel in your body? Do you really get a heart feeling? Do you really get, you know, a gut feeling? Is there, you know, something of that nature? And then watch the signs because you'll get things either that this one is the one you're going to have for, you know, a long period for teaching or this is just, you know, kind of to get you introduced into how to handle Mm -hmm. being, you know, connecting with deity. Yep. And then others will just sort of flop themselves right down on you and go,
2: Hi. Yeah, we're friends
1: now. Yeah, we're
2: buddies. Yeah. And this is also a tricky question because depending on your tradition, there may be rules around all That's of it. That's true. So if you are in a specific tradition, then talk to one of your elders or your high priestess or uh-huh. your, uh, one of your patrons of that tradition uh-huh. to help give you some guidance. And right. if you're eclectic or solitary you're kind of figuring this out on your own, then you kind of have more space and freedom to test things out and see how it feels and how it works. And then it's, you know, okay, I'm interested in Bridget, so I'm going to learn about Bridget. I'm going to read her stories. I'm going to drink some blackberry tea because it's an herb that's connected to her, and I'm going to make an altar for her and, and, and test out that relationship. Is this really, you know, it sounded cool when I read about it. Is this really a thing? Right. And maybe it's not, and that's okay. Let it go and move on. Right. It might just be the doorway that leads you to the next thing.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And,
2: you know, there is a ton of writing about Hecate and Bridget and sort of these, like, mainstream goddesses mm-hmm. that have a lot of pull and interest, but mm-hmm. there are thousands of gods, thousands of gods, mm-hmm. and some of them are more obscure or, or like, if you study Irish Irish myth or Welsh myth, you may have heard of these gods because there's a lot of good resources mm-hmm. for some of these mm-hmm specific deities, so start diving in. If Bridget opens the door, maybe it's time to read some of the books of Irish mythology and see mm-hmm. who is it really that's calling. Bridget's just the catalyst. Right. You know. Right. Which right. is what happened for me. Bastet was the catalyst that opened the door. And then, and now, and I am, the other part of this that I wanted to mention and forgot uh, is the pantheon. hmm I don't have a, I, I don't work with a specific pantheon. I'm not, Specifically, Norse or Greek or Celtic uh-huh. or African or whatever. I have a, a, I have gods that I work with on a daily basis that are from. None of them are from the same pantheon, are they? I have to think about. It. No, they're all uh-huh. from different pantheons. Uh-huh. So don't think that you know if if Bastet is the goddess that opens the door for you that now you are only working with Egyptian deities, unless your tradition says that that is right,
1: the same. right, right. My, mine doesn't. Uh-huh. So and it's interesting because there are times when, I mean. I did, I, I delved in to yeah. the Egyptian pantheon, and it was like all of them, yeah. and it was so exciting, and, and then I kind of went on to the the, the Greeks, my biological family's Mediterranean, and, yeah. you know, so there was that, and then I kind of wound up with the Celts and the, and the Scottish, because that was the other part, and then I wound up training in, in the Hawaiian tradition, so I wound up with, you know, all of those energies, and... It's, it's it's your flow, it's your growth, yeah. and it may be from your own genetics, it may be from a tradition that calls to you deeply, yep. and depending on, you know, again, we're going to step on a little sacred ground here, um, traditions that are strict and structured according to genetics and according to race and the the, the the process may not be open to you because you're not part of it. Right. If that is the case, then you will need to find ways to work in another way, but yeah. it might not be totally traditional. Yeah,
2: But and I'll say to counter, not to counter that, but to add a layer to that, mm-hmm. if someone says you can't practice this tradition because of your race or ethnic background, that's bullshit, Mm-hmm. period. And I don't care if people disagree with me. However, if someone says you can't practice in this tradition because it's an initiatory tradition and you can't just say, I'm going to worship this goddess and have no idea about the history and the initiatory process, Uh that's legitimate. That is. So if a god calls to you and it's not a god of your lineage or it's not a god you're familiar with or it's a god from a, a tradition that... Is very alive and vibrant, mm-hmm. and I'm personally I'm thinking of the Afro Caribbean gods. It's a lineage system. It's mm-hmm. an initiatory system, mm-hmm. and it's highly recommended that if an Afro Caribbean god speaks to you, that you should go find an Afro Caribbean teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, and that's you know, uh, and then we can you know the whole Native American thing is a whole other topic. Oh yeah, but it it is difficult if it's a, if it's something that is not of your bloodline. Because there's a lot of Norse practitioners out there who are freaking racists and say you can't worship the Norse gods if you're not of Norwegian descent or Swedish descent. Bullshit. Uh If the gods call to you, they call to you. And there will be gods that could call to you that make absolutely no sense based on your ancestry. So try and find someone who is of that lineage, Mm -hmm. has been trained in that tradition, Uh that can lead you along
1: the way. Uh It's just respectful to that deity. Uh, truly. And I think that we have a lot of cultural appropriation issues and politically correct situations. That whenever you start asking and talking about these things, we're crossing boundaries in different ways. Yeah. But we are already mutts. We are already, you know, non purebreds, no matter how much we want to try and find where we come from. Right. We are mixed. Yeah. And, yeah, there are people that are, are pure in that sense. It's very isolationist, and it is a very small amount. I mean, we don't have them in large, huge communities. Well, and they're not in the United States. Right. That's ridiculous. There's yeah. no, unless you just moved here from Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean? that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's but, possible. But that being the case, we we have to understand that when we're looking at spirit, spirit comes in all versions, right? And calls to all of us, right? And the filters that come in are what we then per, what we work with. Right. And um, it was interesting because when I started training in the Hawaiian tradition, as much as I was trained, and of course, quite frankly, the Kahuna <laughs> didn't. It wasn't trained as an as a true. Hawaiian, you can't because right. I'm not of the blood. Right. It's not because I couldn't in that way. I wouldn't understand it culturally, I would have no clue right. Right. that is one of the reasons why you have people in the Native American tradition right. who say that they're they're you know they're purists in the sense that you can't understand right. because you don't live and haven't lived in that environment right. and know that from that perspective so it was called Howley, which is, you yep. know, another version. And I found, though, that I could – energy transcends everything. And if you touch it and feel it, then you're going to touch it and feel it as a deity, Pele, yeah. which and then you go over to Mount Etna, which is on Sicily, where I have family. And, you know, you call it a different name, but it's still that energy. Mm-hmm. And I think choosing a patron yeah. or working with deity is – Mutable, sure, very mutable. Yeah, I have
2: some Hindu friends that I recently had this conversation with, and they're like, yeah, you you, you don't convert to Hindu. You you are Hindu or you're not Hindu. And right. We're talking, I was learning a lot about Indian history that I had no idea about because I have a terrible American education, but they were telling me about when there was sort of a wave of, of change in the area of India where they're from, and it became uh, Muslims were converting Hindus, to, to be Muslim, mm-hmm. and many because it was forcibly mm-hmm. right, much much like what was happening in the United States with Native Americans and Christianity, mm-hmm. they were forcibly being told you have to change. Mm-hmm. Um, Hindus would convert. But then secretly still practice Hinduism, right, right? And so there were people who were doing that. And then when like the Muslim regime moved on, or when it was more socially acceptable, those people were like, "Oh, well, I'm coming back to the Hindu temples." And the Hindus were like, "Oh, no, you you can't you can't come back. You, mm-hmm. You're you're not Hindu anymore. Sorry." Right, and right. and so you know, my questions to them were, "Well, what about these Americans or Europeans or?" or other folks who are not from India and are not born Hindu, what about when they want to worship the Hindu gods? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. Worship the Hindu gods. You're still not Hindu. So I find it fascinating yeah. the way yeah. different cultures look at the, at, quote-unquote, outsiders. Right. To being attracted and allured and connecting to those gods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It is. It is a total topic
1: unto itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but it is, uh, I hope, we have kind of given... F a way to find, yeah. um, it's it's a it's a way to just explore. It's yeah. like moving forward and taking a path and choosing it, and then realizing, oh well, this yeah. was interesting, but yeah. not right. really. Yeah, it was a nice first date, but meh, I'm not really looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True, yeah. true. So, so good luck, S.
2: Let us know when you find your
1: person, and we will be happy to maybe talk about that Yeah. A tea. Love that. We all do love that. So, okay. our next one. This is our last question
2: for this evening, folks. So if your question is asked, again, write, Right, right, right. whichpriestesscauldron.com. <laughs> <laughs> our last question is from Amber. And honestly, Amber, I'm not sure if this question is legit or if this is someone kind of being shitty.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: No offense. I don't mean to sound snarky about it, but. You never know. Okay. The question is, how do you deal with people who think that you are worshiping the devil? Do you think I worship the devil, Amber? (laughs) I can't help but wonder, is that a legitimate question? Um, I don't deal with people (laughs) who think I'm worshiping the devil. Uh, So I'll give you my two cents, and then I'll I'll be quiet. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Um, The devil, Satan, whatever, that's a Christian god. Mm-hmm. He was created by Christianity um, His name is in the Bible He is a Christian God He he is the antithesis of God to the Holy Spirit They, are, they hold the polarity mm-hmm. God and the devil, right? Heaven and hell He is necessary for God to be God mm-hmm. um, And I don't work with that pantheon I don't work with God, the, the Yahweh God I don't work with Mary I don't work with Jesus and I don't work with the devil or Satan. Uh-huh. So for me, it's a non-issue. If people think I'm worshiping the devil, then they don't understand Christianity. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's my take on it. Um, you know, there is a reason that, that the devil is thought to be pagan because of these horned gods of the woods, uh-huh. right, that were used. It was um, a way to force people to convert to Christianity, that your god is evil and the devil, and look, our god's great.
1: Mhm.
2: Um, but as far as I'm concerned, he's from a he's
1: from a pantheon I don't work with. Right? There you go. What are your thoughts? What are my thoughts? Uh, well, actually, it's it's interesting because very much what you say. It's not something that is part of where I even work with. I mean, I'm not obviously initiated or put into the Christianity. I. It's interesting, and in that we were kind of go back to the patron thing. I started working with archangels, which mm-hmm. is not something I had ever planned on doing when I started my trek on into witchcraft and yeah. all. But that particular energy is in one place, and I can see the you know what that means to me and how it functions. Um, to me, the devil is not part of a energy field that I even it's not there. It mm-hmm. it belongs to something else and if it's valid for somebody else, um, I can, you know, be open enough to say, Okay, but it's not where I go. Yeah. I mean I'm not I you know, I've I've had a couple of Satanist clients yeah. which has been fascinating when you go into readings and working with helping them yeah. where your energy is like, oh well, you salt for this and that. It's not part of theirs because that's when we use salt and we do things to cleanse and we do things to protect from the the dark mm-hmm. energies, the the harmful energy, right? The negative, the force. negative force. They don't see that as such. So it it really challenged me to to push beyond what my little structure was, mm. but. When somebody says something like that, I just look at them and go, I'm earth-centric and try to um, shift what it is that their perception of what I am or what they think I'm doing. um, I don't spend time trying to re-educate them. I just try to work within the dynamics. So obviously when I go to... the South, and I'm wandering around there in areas where it's very Bible Belt Christian, I'm not necessarily babbling about goddesses and Hakate and, you know, all of the wonderful things that I would be babbling about to people that I might visit, you know, I might have in in Northern California. Yeah. if that is a label somebody tries to put on me or what I do, I will redirect just like Phoenix yeah. said. This is from something that is not part of where I come from. If it is a way to bring fear into the conversation or the situation, mm-hmm. I will work on the dispelling of the fear Right. because if you get to know who I am, and you see what it is I do, right. then I am not to be condemned. Right. But that's how we do it in any place, wherever we go in, whatever, and e- without even talking about our, our belief systems in spirituality. Yeah. Um, you know, you can turn into a conformed little cube, or like me, I like to color outside of everything. Right. So I was telling somebody when I go off to Arkansas, they look at me and they go, you're in Arkansas. And I go, yeah, and I wear exactly what I'm wearing now, which is, you know, either tie-dye or or gypsy or whatever, and my purple hair. and, And I don't necessarily spend my time, you know, doing love, light, peace, and harmony and running around and throwing flowers at everybody, but I do make a point of communicating. Yeah. So I think that's... You know, what do I say to people who think I'm worshiping the devil? I'm not. Right.
2: Yeah, and I think that maybe the underlying piece of this question really is how do you deal with other people who think negatively about what you're doing? Yes. And the and ultimately the answer to that is don't care what other people think.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: if you are if you're stepping into paganism, Amber, if this is new for you, or if it's not new for you and you're just concerned about what other people are going to think you have to kind of move on from that. Mm -hmm. You can't worry about what other people are thinking. And I get that that's easy for me to say because of where I live, it's very open and progressive and I can be out of the broom closet and it's not Mm -hmm. a big deal. And in some places of the world, I get that. If if you've got kids and, you know, all of that Mm -hmm. makes it much more complicated. Mm -hmm. But you have to not worry about what other people think. Exactly. You have to just live your life and be yourself and be a good person. And let that speak for you Uh and not worry about the detractors because whether you are pagan or Christian or any other myriad of the religions out there, there's going to be someone that thinks you're not doing it the right way, that you're not a good enough practitioner, that you're not a good enough person, someone's not going to like the color of your shirt, and they're going to start talking shit about you. So you can't let that kind of stuff bum you out. You just have to let it go. True. And that... It's easier said than done,
1: but it is that in itself is
2: a practice. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And if it's people close to you, family members or close friends who are expressing those fears, then that's an opportunity for you to have a conversation and to to show them, teach them, express what it is that you're doing. I have um, unintentionally... converted many people to paganism Uh because they'll start to question it. And it's often out of curiosity Uh or fear. Uh And then when they start to hear what my practices are and what it is that I do, then there is interest and they want to see it. And then I take them to a ritual. And then all of a sudden they're at witch camp naked with 100 other people dancing around the fire. (laughs) I've seen this happen many, many times. So Uh, sometimes the question about what you're doing is, is a curiosity because Mm -hmm. there is some desire to want
1: to be involved. Right, to explore it. I know when I was working at um, a large lumber company, and they were all nice Irish Catholic Americans and um, a couple fundamentalists, and there I was, Miss Pagan Witch with the name Elvira, of course. It was very blatant. And I'd spend marvelous times having conversations with them about, passages in the in you know the bible or or the philosophies of the dynamics and every one of them would come back to me and go you know i really found that that fascinating you're you know you have a very broad view and and it wasn't that i was trying to convert them what i was trying to do was educate them right and that to me is the same thing in any sphere Outside of religion, outside of political, our belief systems, we have politics, we have thoughts, we have all the different things. It's about educating. And, yes, you can have a closed mind and not want to learn anything more than your little little circle. The light will come in somehow. Right. There's always a crack. There's always something. Yeah. And that's where you work. Right. I yeah. think we've got our time, probably. <laughs> I don't know. we may be and thanks bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. three Ah, uh, hey, we also have to say what we're gonna do next
2: week. next week, we're gonna talk about magic, wow, right? That's super specific. I know that is, yeah, so um, magic, what is it what Why is it spelled five
1: hundred different ways? Which yeah. one's legitimate? Yeah, which one? Ugh. And also, you know, what what has it developed from and to? I mean, yeah. there's a history. Yeah. So we'll have as much condensed we can in one hour that will be exciting. Yeah. And then Elvira and I will do lots of magic tricks
2: for each other that you won't be able to see or understand because it's a radio show. So it'll be like an hour
1: of us just shuffling cards. There it is. Yeah, I'm just throwing kidding. them up at each other and you know, doing all that. Would that would be super dumb. <laughs> uh-huh. And we will be pranksters, truly.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we do have our shows r- scheduled through the end of the year, so be stoked about all that awesomeness, um, although there's one we still have to figure out. And, yeah, so
1: witchy stuff. Witchy, witchy. come your way. Yes. And it's really – I will have to make one comment. Um, after our last um, – Radio show, mm. we were talking about the, the, the Samhain Tide. Yeah, And it was fascinating because it really struck a chord with me. So I still have three things that are, quote, Halloween slash Samhain. Mm. And I look at them and I go, I know we're going into Thanksgiving, which yeah. isn't technically a religious holiday, right. and into the solstice. And I'm like, I want to keep those up. Yeah. It felt really good, so I want to thank you, Phoenix, for oh, making that a statement nice. because it really rang with me this yeah. year. I'm leaving my—we didn't carve our pumpkins.
2: Oh. Because, of, because October was terrible, but I'm leaving them. There's one on each side of my front door, okay. and I'm going to leave them through Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It feels like
1: that. Feel, it feels good. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah. then there you are. Yeah. Another moment. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I'll see you, you next week. See you next week.